If you are a high achieving woman over the age of 28 and you're serious about attracting a partner in the next 12 months, you want real insight on how to make that happen and you're tired of trying to figure things out on your own, then you need to claim your spot right now and book a free 20 minute relationship assessment call. This 20 minute call is going to provide you with a brief assessment that you're going to take so that you can get clear on what exactly is keeping you from attracting the partner and the relationship you want. And I'll even gift you complimentary access to my new training, Five Steps to Attract Commitment Without Wasting Time. Spots are open March 6th through the 17th, so don't delay booking your call. Book your call today. Go to the link in the show notes, complete the simple questionnaire, and schedule your call. Hey, I'm Zara J, relationship coach, author, and creator of the Passion Attraction Prototypes. And on this podcast, I teach high achieving women like you how to break relationship patterns and create a match game plan so you can quickly identify and attract a compatible partner for commitment in less time using my six step formula, the Captivating Courtship Code. Every week, I bring you lessons, reflections, and love-changing tips that have been proven to help my clients meet their partners and transform their love lives quickly. You're getting the inside scoop from my years of owning a matchmaking service and as an expert relationship coach that will take you from a wounded princess to a captivating queen of courtship. So, if you're ready to ditch trying to get him to commit, which are just anxiety-creating relationship tactics, and instead learn authentic yet intentional, proven relationship attraction techniques so you can finally have the partnership you desire, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Courtship Code Podcast. In the definitive book of body language, Alan and Barbara Piaz analyzed thousands of recorded sales negotiations and found that body language accounted for the majority of the impact made while negotiating. So if you've been in a space for years where you've gone through lots of ups and downs over the past few years with men trying to attract the right partner, attract commitment, and in a space where you really wanna get married, but it just seems like no matter how close you get, you still feel far away, this episode is going to be for you. Because in this episode, I'm going to share with you a tip that will help you with conversations having to do with commitment. So as I just said, uh, researchers and authors, Alan and Barbara Piaz, they discuss what happens when we are negotiating and when you are in the midst of having those conversations having to do with commitment. And one of the things that they found was that body language accounted for the majority of the impact. Now, there's a myth that's out there that 90% of communication is nonverbal. That's actually not accurate. It's closer to about 55% is nonverbal. I think about 38% is vocal, which has to do with your tone of voice and the different voice inflections that you have. And then about 10% is going to be written communication. So, or like actual words. So when you think about this, and I want you to take some time, I want you to step back. I want you to think about your most recent relationships with men. It doesn't have to be a committed relationship. It could be in a dating relationship or a courtship that you've experienced. But I want you to think about the past few experiences that you have had with men. And I want you to think about 
during that time period, when you were having conversations about commitment, about where the relationship was going, when you were having any type of communication about the future, what did you experience? What was the environment? And how did things get lost in translation when it came time to communicate? If when it was time to have conversations about commitment, they either go left due to drama and conflict. And then the next thing you know, there's a breakup and it results into a lack of actual commitment or that the relationship no longer moves forward and a lot of drama and chaos and just things falling apart, hurt, pain, and rejection. Or if when it's time to have those conversations about commitment, you tend to shrink and avoid and you get really, really uncomfortable due to a fear of missing out or any type of fears around rejection or disappointment so that you just avoid the conversation altogether. This can cause you to spend lots of times just wasting time with men who aren't going to commit or avoiding the conversation because you already know deep down inside that the man's not going to be ready or he's not going to say yes. Or you may find yourself in that nagging cycle of having these conversations and not working out, having a fallout, getting back together, back to the situationship. He's still not ready to commit. You have the same conversations over and over and over again. So if you can relate to any of that, And you've experienced avoiding getting to the root of the conversation or a lot of hiccups, conflict, and drama whenever having those commitment conversations, then you probably feel very burnt out and exhausted, especially if you've been experiencing this and in a cycle of this for years. And I've worked with so many women who are accomplished, successful women who are over the age of 30 or over the age of 28, and they have been trying for years to meet the right partner. They have had some pretty close, intimate connections and relationships with men, but it doesn't move forward into an actual relationship or an actual commitment, and they just can't figure out why. And in my years of being in relationship industry, I've been in a relationship industry for eight years now between matchmaking and relationship coaching and running the CCC program. I've had this experience with a lot of clients where I have watched them either get engaged or maybe not engaged or not actually committed, but they'll be right on the edge, like right there, the relationship is right there. But then when it's time to communicate about the next steps, things go left. Either it's time to communicate about where the relationship is going and if they're actually going to be together and start moving forward and things go left or the man says he's not ready to commit or the least some type of conflict, drama, argument, debate, some type of frustration or the woman procrastinates and avoids having these conversations because she doesn't want to miss out because she's really attached to the guy. She really, really wants it to be him, even though deep down inside a part of her believes that he's not going to commit. Or they do get the relationship and maybe even they move into engagement, but then when it's time to talk about the wedding planning or setting a date or moving the relationship forward, things go left and they go left so much to a point that things get called off, which is even more painful and frustrating. So learning how to have these commitment conversations is extremely impactful, but it's not just going to impact your romantic relationships. It's going to impact all your other relationships as well. I'm going to talk more about that later in this episode. But if you've been spending months 
or even years. And you create these emotional connections with men. You commit, you create these emotional attachments. And then a man said that he needs more time or that he needs to get his finances in order or that he's not quite ready or that he doesn't want a relationship at all. That is the complete opposite of what you want. And why you've been forming this connection, this relationship with this man, whether it's been weeks, months, or years, that's not what you signed up for, right? So you need to be able to confidently talk about commitment and the future of the relationship without drama, without verbal conflict, and without avoidance and shutting down. So even though you may be telling yourself or you may have told yourself in the past that men just don't want commitment, they're just not serious, men just are emotionally avoidant or they don't want to commit to a woman like you, they like the idea of you and not the real you, while you may have had those thoughts and you may have experienced that, you may have felt as though that's what you're experiencing. I want to take a moment to kind of shift your mindset about that and then I want to give you a tip today to help you do it differently in the future. So the first thing that I want to share with you, and I wanna go back to the original quote that I shared that has to do with Alan and Barbara Piaz where they said that they recorded thousands of sales negotiations and found that body language accounted for the majority part of the negotiation. I want you to accept and understand that when it's time to have conversations about commitment, it is a negotiation. In fact, it's at that moment that the actual negotiation begins. (laughs) So you guys aren't negotiating the relationship Uh, When you first, first meet or when you first meet someone, you're like, hey, what are you looking for? I'm looking for commitment or I'm looking for a partner. I want to get married one day. That's not where the negotiation takes place. That's just natural interest. And then you guys are going to start making and accepting invitations to connect and start cultivating the relationship. But as you're having conversations along the way about the future of the relationship, about your vision of love, about where the relationship is going, and especially once you get to that 90 day at the max six month mark and you start to hone in on, okay, what are we doing here? Where's this relationship going? What do we want? What's the next step? So when you start to have those types of conversations about the future of the relationship and the future of you two together, this is all a negotiation. So every time you talk about commitment, it's a dance between two people. It's a dance. It's a give and take. It is a flow. It is a negotiation of power right? Now, when I say that of power, it may sound very uncomfortable for some of you. And I understand that, but that is essentially, it's going to be a power struggle. Now, both of you can figure out how to meet each other halfway and how to create that balance, which is ultimately what you want when you're having these conversations so that both parties feel seen and heard. Both parties feel so they can trust the other one to be able to take that next step with. But what often happens is that that bridge to go from where the relationship currently is to where the relationship could potentially go, that bridge doesn't get crossed because as you are communicating and having the negotiations about crossing the bridge, it starts to get really shaky, really rocky, or you avoid crossing that bridge altogether and just never ever get there, never even have those conversations. So when you are in this space, The bridge has to be established with trust. Trust is going to be the the wood, it's going to be the plank, it's going to be the stones that allows you to cross to the other side. 
And when you have these conversations from a place of conflict and drama, or if you avoid the conversation and you're shutting down and you're not being emotionally available and you're not being emotionally transparent and you're not being emotionally present, then the trust along the way doesn't get established to make it strong enough for the other person to get to the other side. The same way if the man was initiating the conversation, it doesn't really matter who initiates at this point. And NCCC will talk to you more about how to have these conversations, when to have those conversations and all that. But when you're having these conversations, the same way if a man was initiating the conversation, but he's like emotionally reactive or he's acting very needy or clingy or me, 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 me type of talk where he's only focused on getting his own needs met and you don't feel seen and heard, you don't feel valued, you don't feel respected, you don't feel as though he's taking your life or your goals into consideration or he's avoiding and shutting down and not trying to have the conversation with you, which often happens as well then what's going to happen is you're not going to really trust that he wants the relationship or that he's going to show up with as a type of man that you want a relationship or that the relationship is going to move forward. So trust is going to be the plank and that trust should be established prior to having these conversations. But even as you're having these conversations, and there's not just one point in time when these conversations are had, there are touch points all along the way as you're cultivating the relationship where these conversations about commitment will come up and how their head can make or break the trust when it comes to the relationship. So it needs to feel safe for the other person to cross this bridge with you. And I want you as the woman who's the emotional leader, I want you to take that ownership and that accountability and that responsibility. You have a lot of influence in this space. Doesn't mean you have all of the control, but you have a lot of influence, especially if a man has invested his time, his energy, maybe his finances, his resources, his efforts into building a relationship with you. You have a lot of influence. But oftentimes, as women, we don't always know how to own that influence and how to communicate that influence and really stand in that. So when you're in this space and you're having these conversations about commitment, If you are spending a lot of time in your own head and in your thoughts and with your energy all focused on you, which means that you're thinking about how he's not serious, how he doesn't want to commit, how he's going to harm you, how he's not trying to make you happy, how he's trying to get over on you, any of those thoughts, or he doesn't want this, he doesn't respect me, he doesn't love me, he doesn't value me, all those types of thoughts start circulating in your head then that means in your body, because everything starts with your thoughts. And once you have those thoughts, it's going to trigger emotions within you. And you're going to start to feel the way that you're thinking. And then with those feelings, it's going to manifest in your actions, whether that's how you choose to communicate the things that you say or how you choose to react, whether that's shutting down or leaning in. But it's all going to start with the thoughts that you're having when you're in your head and you're focused on your thoughts or you're trying to think for him, which is essentially what you're doing. You say, he doesn't really want this. He's not serious. He's not. When you go to that space, instead of a place of understanding and being connected, then you're thinking for him. You're all in your head and you're focused all your energy on yourself, which means that you're not in an energy of connection. So. Your defenses are going to be up and you're going to communicate from a place of need, 
a place of being guarded, trying to protect yourself or both, which means you could be shutting down or you could react in like a combative, more aggressive, defensive, rejected type of way. And this is all based upon psychology. This isn't a man thing. It's not a woman thing. It's human behavior, right? Your fight or flight starts to kick in, which is why understanding how to process those emotions and those thoughts and the work that we do in coaching to bring you to that level of awareness helps you to become a better and more effective communicator. Making a commitment is a big decision, okay? It's such a big decision, especially for a man to make that decision to take himself off of the relationship market and to make the decision that not only is he going to commit to you, but he's going to sign up for the decision to protect, to provide, to support emotionally, all of those things to be a part of your life. And if this is the type of man that you are having conversations with about the future when it comes to marriage, you're talking about building a family, building finances, building legacy, all of those things. So it's not a lightweight decision, which is why trust and how you handle those conversations are very, very important. This is a high level conversation. This isn't just like, do you want to be my boyfriend circle? Yes or no. If you're over the age of 28, you're over the age 30, 35, 40, this is a real deal conversation. Okay. So you want to understand how to communicate and how to connect from your throne as a woman, as a queen, and in a way that helps to bridge that trust. So we want to communicate in a way that is confident and of service, and it feels safe for the other person to also feel confident about making this decision with you. Now, the next thing that you have to understand about these commitment conversations has to do with timing. And I remember when I was younger, I didn't understand how important timing is for men. And I also didn't understand the role that timing plays in communication and connection. Now, you may have heard the story a couple weeks back. I talked about Uh, My father, when I got married, and the only time he ever gave me advice having to do with marriage was he said, marriage is all about diplomacy. And at the time, I didn't understand, like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And he said, it has to all do with diplomacy. You have to know what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. And that's the one time my father ever gave me (laughs) any type of relationship advice. (laughs) But that's a nugget and a gem that I take with me and I hold dearly with me even to this day where I cannot get relationship advice from him because he has passed but that is a nugget that I will always remember and I can still have a very photographic memory so I can always remember exactly where I was and the time and place and how I felt when he shared that with me but if you're having these conversations at the wrong time we just talked about how you're having the conversations but we also need to talk about when you're having these conversations And if you're having the commitment conversations at the wrong time of the courtship process, then more than likely you're also going to run into this problem with men of the commitment not moving forward or things turning into drama, whether the drama is reactive drama of being like conflict and drama and combative and heartbreak and pain and arguments and all those things, or drama of shutting down, going cold, ghosting, so on, rejection on either party's end. So timing is really, really important. 
And we want to get you to a space where you understand the courtship process. You understand the, the commitment conversation so that you understand when to actually have these conversations. Because you may be jumping ahead and having these, these conversations prematurely, or you may be wasting your time having these conversations too late and you're missing the opportunity to have these deeper conversations and to actually have the relationship move forward. So being in a cycle where you're repeatedly experiencing having these conversations at the wrong time, and you should be able to identify this for yourself as a woman, which is why we teach you the courtship process from a very intentional and milestone-based way. But when you don't know when to have the conversations and you find yourself always in this loop of building these emotional connections and then a relationship falling off, build these emotional attachments and then a relationship fall off, getting to the edge of commitment and then the man says he's not ready or he needs more time or his finances aren't together or, or he has to move or whatever those reasonings are. This doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or that you're not the right type of woman. It means that one, you aren't clear on the courtship process. Two, you don't know how to qualify men as actually commitment ready. And you need both of those pieces, which is what we teach you step four of the five-step courtship for commitment blueprint. Because during that phase, when you are cultivating a relationship, there are different things that need to happen in order to build that, that trust and for a man to feel really good, like he knows you and like you know him and you trust him as well. But then also you need to be able to easily and quickly identify if this man is actually even commitment ready so that you're not wasting your time going three months, six months, a year, two years, however long with someone who's not even ready for the, that actual level of commitment that you're looking for. And if you're over the age of 28, we're in the big girl games. Okay. You're not looking for a boyfriend. You're not looking for someone to talk to. You're looking for that life partner. And especially if you're a high achieving woman, you're successfully ambitious. You have spent the last 10 15, maybe even 20 years of your life, getting your career together, getting your finances in order, traveling, enjoying life. You are ready for a family. You're ready for that partner. You are ready for that next chapter. So we're talking about high level commitment decisions, high level relationships, high quality relationships. We're not talking about playing in the little boy league. Okay. So we want to be clear on the timing. So you want to know and be empowered to be the chooser know how to go through the courtship process and know how to qualify a man as actually commitment ready. And I don't want you skipping the important parts of the commitment process and the courtship process and rushing prematurely trying to control the outcome and having these conversations just to get disappointed and hurt. So as I said, that's exactly why in CCC, why we teach you the five-step courtship for commitment process so that you can be clear, confident, and cultivate the relationship and get committed. We need to do this faster. We need to accelerate the time. We need to decrease the time spent wasted. You've already spent a lot of years single. We need to decrease that, okay? This is also why we provide you with the commitment ready checklist so that you can be a qualifier and you can be a chooser and you know exactly what to look for in a commitment ready man. Now, if you want to know how to do this. I'm going to provide you with one tip today. And I'm going to provide some additional episodes in the future, but for today, I'm just going to provide you with one tip. Now, as I said, uh, in the book, the definitive, definitive book of body language, 
Alan and Barbara both shared that thousands of, after having thousands of recorded sales calls and negotiations, that body language accounted for the majority impact made in negotiation. Therefore, what I want you to start practicing is when you're having commitment conversations, you're having these higher level conversations, you're having these more deeper loaded conversations, I need you to commit to only having these conversations in person or at the very least on video, right? Like if you're long distance and having them only on video or if you are local or if you can hold off, even if it's long distance, if you can hold off until you are in that man's presence, then hold off. But you'll be more influential and you'll have more negotiating leverage when you are having these conversations face to face. It's just a natural dynamic. When you're having these conversations over text, or even over the phone, not only is a lot lost in translation because you don't have the nonverbal communication, but people often feel a little bit more, I don't want to say stronger, but they, they, they tend to not be as open and receptive when they do not have those bodily cues to read off of. So by you being in a space of open energy, receptive receiving energy, by you having your a voice tone in a calm, low tone, you being a good listener, you being in a space where you guys can actually have a fluid conversation and where his defenses are down and your defenses are down. That is going to open up the dialogue, start to negotiate where that relation is going. And I'm not just talking about the where are we going or what's the next steps or what are we doing? Not just that conversation. I'm talking about all the conversations along the way. When it's time to talk about things that are more meaningful to the future of the conversation, I want you to practice only having those conversations in person or on video. At the very least, if you can't get in person to have those conversations video, but you're going to eliminate as much as possible decrease having quality conversations and deeper conversations about the future of where the relationship is going what you want for the future, what you like, what you don't like, any of those things, decrease having that as much as possible on phone or in text. Now, of course, if you have to have it on the phone, then you can have them on the phone. Uh, phone is also a great option. And I do want you to have those phone conversations. And naturally, some things will come up in phone. But I want you to even decrease that and try to hold off as much as possible when you're having important conversation. I think you'll know when it's an important conversation. When it's an important conversation about the future or what you want, what you don't want, where the relationship could be going, all along the way of getting to know this man from the beginning to the end, I want you to practice having more conversations in the man's presence. That way you have a lot more leverage as the emotional leader. You wanna make sure that you're having eye contact, which is why I want you to have more of these conversations in person and in video. And I want you to let him do the majority of the talking. Ooh, girl, this is where it gets a little difficult. <laughs> but I want you to practice being on your throne, having your listening skills, and allowing him to do more of the talking. The more you let someone talk, the more they tell you. So you want to allow him to do the majority of the talking. All those things, those three things will have an impact on your commitment conversations. One, having them in person. Two, eye contact. Three, let them do the majority of the talking. 
This way you can get clear on what they're actually saying in their words, not in your words. So if this is something that you want help with, and if you've been in this space for years, you've been single for three years, four years, five years, 10 years or more, and you've been trying to meet men and you've been in this space where you're always on the edge of commitment, you feel like you're so close, but every single time you get close to commitment or close to engagement, close to that next step, these conversations go left. And if you're a high achieving woman who's over 30 and you want a committed relationship so that you can get married, I want you to book a 20 minute attract your match game plan call. These are our new calls. I'm so excited. I had one earlier today. It was amazing. But on these calls, you're going to get clear on your specific blind spots that's holding you back from attracting the right relationship. Now, this is a no charge, no pitch call. You're just going to walk away with clarity and answers. And I want to speak with you. So go to the link in the show notes and book your 20 minute attract your match game plan call. Now, even if you believe that you're a good communicator, or if you have some discomforts around the idea that you're not a good communicator, I want you to just settle in with that and understand that you're not broken, you're not less than, you're not (laughs) any different than the average person just because you may need to work on your communication. I know most women believe, especially my high achievement, intelligent, ambitious, highly read, highly educated, well-learned women. I know that you may be a really, really great communicator when it comes to the workplace or when it comes to giving your opinions or your thoughts, but I want you to also be a really effective communicator when it comes to your heart, when it comes to your feelings, when it comes to relationships, specifically romantic relationships. And being a better communicator is going to make you a better partner. It's going to make you a better mother, a better daughter, and it's going to help you to make more money because when you can communicate more effectively with your peers in a workplace or with your boss, you'll get the promotion. You'll be able to build better businesses. You'll be able to relate to others more, which is ultimately what you want because we want to line our pockets with lots and lots of money, right? Right. So if you are a high achieving woman, you're over 30 or at least over 28, you've been single for at least three years and you want to attract a committed relationship so you can get married, go to the link in the show notes and book your 20 minute attract your match game plan call. Can't wait to speak with you. Can't wait to help you to get some clarity on those blind spots and you have a wonderful, wonderful day. I am so excited to share our new Attract Your Match game plan calls. If you are a high achieving woman between the ages of 28 to 43, you've been single three years or more, and you want a committed relationship so you can get married, the Attract Your Match game plan calls are for you. Now on these 20 minute calls, you're going to get so much clarity on your blind spots and what specific areas you need to focus on so that you can attract a high quality relationship now. These are no charge, pitch-free calls and spots are filling as we speak. So book yours today. You're going to go to the link in the show notes and book your 20-minute Attract Your Match game plan call.